Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer Bourbon and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're back, and we're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 15. Today, fans, we're going to be reviewing... Justice League and Thor. Ragnarok. So, Wanda, what you drinking today? Today, I'm drinking something out of San Francisco, Anchor Brewing Company. It's uh it's seasonal time now, people. It's about to be Christmas, so I got to pull out the uh, the uh, Christmas ales, as they call them, the the winter warmers. This I'm just glad to get away from pumpkin spice any goddamn. I thing. mean, it's done. That was November. Let's let the past live there. Okay. <laughs> no, so this one is called Surprise, Surprise, Merry Christmas, Happy Aww. New Year. Merry Christmas. It's actually a special annual uh, ale put out by them. This is their 43rd annual ale. Uh, It is only sold from November to January, and the ale's recipe is different every single year, including, like, they put this label on with a new tree, and the intent remains the same. They inspire this whole joy and celebration and newness of life. I don't get that part. But I do get that it's uh, it's very Christmassy, not very New Year's, but okay. it's got this very dark, um, this very dark look. I mean, it almost looks like a Guinness. From it does at. almost look like a Guinness. Even the head gets a little Guinnessy, like. Oh, nice. But it's um, it's got. I know you love a good head. Oh, I love a good head. It's mm-hmm. got a ton of multi flavors, uh, very much like a stout, but it is an ale, um, and this beer. Uh, tastes like I said. Tastes a lot more like Christmas to me than New Year's. It's got uh, the most prominent flavors are very earthy, very sweet. Um, it's like cinnamon, brown sugar, even molasses. I feel like it, I taste chocolate, but I could be wrong. Well, it looks very chocolatey. It looks chocolatey, and some people say it's got a smoky aftertaste, but to me, it finishes very strong and okay. very nice and and um, smooth. Okay. So I think you can enjoy this if you if you dig an ale. What would you eat with it? Well, actually, I had some cinnamon bun crispy right. creams. Go crispy cream. That creams. went hella good with it. Nice. <laughs> uh, probably from all the um, all the cinnamon and brown sugar and all that sweetness. Yeah, yeah, the molasses mm-hmm. really match with the cinnamon flavored donut. But uh, you could probably do some grilled meats too. Would be nice with it. Oh, what do you got, nice. Vaughn? What's happening? Well. I decided I'm going to step it up a little bit. We've been doing a lot of mid-range and, and cheaper bourbons, but yeah. I, it was time to try something different. T- mm-hmm. Today we're going to do this uh, Nika Coffee Grain Whiskey out of Japan. Fancy. It is outstanding. This is not <laughs> one of those bourbons that I would recommend mixing in cocktails and having it in mixed form of anything. Right. I'm sipping this literally with a little bit of ice. Yeah. It would even be nicer, even neat. So I, I, it's just... I don't even know where to start. It it has all these wonderful palettes. You still get the vanilla of bourbon. You still get that all that corn liquor taste. But there's also this hint of chamomile with it, and it's just very smooth. And uh, it starts out there, and it finishes with these the still the corn notes, but it leaves you with this sweet, vibrant taste at the end. So it's it's a it's a good whiskey. It's definitely in the bourbon family, and I'm I'm highly recommending it. It's a little expensive, so it's not something you just drink randomly right but it's something that you sip and enjoy and i'm gonna sip and enjoy this for quite some time and this 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 bourbon may be back for a later episode right. when we get into more japanese uh style right films but uh this was something that was the barrels were imported out of scotland back in into japan back in 1963 and and japan is really big on bourbons all of a sudden they've, they've really become a name in bourbons now in other whiskeys. So I think that they're doing something special and, and they're giving Kentucky and Tennessee and all the southern states a run for their money because this is a great quality bourbon, bourbon and it's just so tasty. Right. And I, I'm really enjoying it and I'm, I'm sipping it slow. And anybody that knows anything about me, I'm not a slow sipper, but I, I like <laughs> this. I like this bourbon a lot. 
and I highly recommend you checking it out. Absolutely. All right, so let's start with the films. First thing up, Thor. Yes, let's talk Ragnarok. about Thor. Ragnarok. Whatever the fuck Ragnarok only was. Only took me a month. Ragnarok was the end of the world. I know, but it's the end uh, of the world. Like, Is it ever going to be the end of was, Marvel's it universe world? It was the world? end no. of um, Asgardian. Okay. It's an important film. Yeah. Audience, uh, it's an important film for me. Okay. Is it? Why is that, guys? Why? Is why? Because the Kiwis are at the helm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and folks, that's Alex, our wonderful sound man. What's he so glad they, to see you, I Alex. I think they know who the fuck I am. Bro. I know, but you—I feel like you—you—you've been here, but you haven't seen all the movies lately. So I guess you saw oh. this one. I'm gonna—I'm gonna let that one slide. Okay. But you can thank the little nation of New Zealand for revitalizing this franchise within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yeah. And, Which I think's a fair statement. Would you, would you like to tell us who the director is? His name is Taika Waititi. There you go. Okay. Um, he is, uh, he's a native New Zealander, also known as a Maori. Okay. And, um, yeah, his, uh, he's very famous for creating... Um, Really unique kind of uh, kitschy comedies, which always have uh, a real kind of genuine, heartfelt kind of note and tone to them. Right. So they're always taking on quite relatively serious subject matter. There's some which are just kind of silly movies, like What We Do in the Shadows, the vampire film. Right. That was just a straight comedy. But Hunt for the Wilder People was probably, I think that was his latest film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boy was his uh, just before What We Do in the Shadows. And both of those dealt with... Um, you know, really just kids who didn't have good fathers right. and uh, good kind of parental figures in their lives. Right. And even though there's a lot of really funny moments, there's some real genuine kind of dark darkness and sadness there, you know. Right. Right. Um, so he's really good at taking on serious subjects and finding the light, finding the, the, the relatable right. moments. Right. And you can kind of see, as you guys sort of get into this, how you know he took Thor, which is quite a serious film, and uh, or has been it's maybe a franchise that took itself a little too seriously, yeah. right? And uh, tried to bring out the lighter notes, the lighter, uh, lighter bring notes a lighter side it. to it. So yeah, Absolutely. well, you know what was interesting? What I found interesting about it was because this was one of those films that I did not want to see, and I literally saw it for the benefit of, of the podcast, and and I've been following all these way overdone, way too much Marvel movies for way too long now, I feel. And people are mad at me because I'm coming at Marvel very strong lately. They're getting better, though. But I'm, I'm tired of them. Because Logan was definitely different. We, but we've, we're seeing too many of them. And I think it's time now that they've, they've stepped the game up a little bit with the storytelling elements. And that's why they brought this guy in, because he brought a different take to the, to the genre yeah. of superhero films, just like Logan did in, in that film. Yeah. But what I what I loved about it, because I really I just I had no expectations sitting in this audience when I started, but I was so happy with the with the with the buddy comedy element of Thor and um, the Hulk, and it it just it just made me smile because I I was so glad to see that lightheartedness. It was almost like the early Lethal Weapon films, you know, with definitely. um, Films. Yeah, it was all it was all of that, and I, I was so happy to see that. It, it gave me, it gave me hope that this movie was gonna make a nice turn. And the, yeah, there was there was a minute of camp, but then they pulled back, yeah, and, and saved the day close. with the scene. And I was like, please don't go there, please don't go there. And, and then they would just save the day. But I really enjoyed the film. At the end of the day, I just loved the 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 relationship between Hulk and Thor. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny. I thought it added a lot to it. And I liked how Loki would come in as the like the spoiler guy, you know, the the brother who always had something bad to bring to the to the scenes. But he, he was always fun. That's and then Loki for you. And then the sister. The sister Tessa Thompson? No, you're talking about Kate. Kate well, Blanchett. The, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett <laughs> is a superhero. She's a super bad girl, and I love She's it. Amazing. She played the hell out of the bad so girl. So amazing. She played the hell out of the bad girl, and you know what? She could have actually. Only she could have done. She could have carried the whole movie. She could have had her own film. Yeah, she could have had her own film, and I think they, 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 they teased us and gave us all her little badness. And I know she's been wanting to play this kind of role for a while. And it was it was really enjoyable. And, I, and like I said, I yeah, went I into so. it with no expectations. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, well, you know, I went into no expectations. And so Thor Ragnarok is basically um, Thor is imprisoned. 
and finds himself in this sort of like lethal gladiatorial contest against the Hulk and he must fight for his survival and it's sort of like a race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela, which is his sister by Kate, played by Kate Blanchett, from destroying his home and the Asgardian civilization, right? So that's what is really going on in the film. But um, Joanna has everybody that's come back, right? Uh, Chris Helmsworth, uh, Tom Hiddleston, um, Mark Ruffalo, Idris Elba, Anthony Hopkins, but the new people are Tess Thompson, Tessa Thompson and Kate uh, Blanchett. Tessa so, was hot. Tessa, Tessa was, hot. was all day hot. Tessa. She was a hard hot. drinking, hard fighting woman. I like that. Hard loving looking. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This had me and my feelings a little when she was on the oh, screen. Tawana was in her feelings. I was yes. in my feelings. <laughs> so this little neon filled fantasy complete with a rainbow bridge making me love it. <laughs> and Tessa strutting her swag walk down the rainbow bridge from the beginning to end. It was like, it felt like. She had all this bionicness. Yes. Ah, uh, I loved it. She was calling your name. She was calling my name. It was a siren song. I was like, woof. I could hear it. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. But like I but, said, I think the story was yeah. well developed. It was it was, it was really, well developed. It was actually fun. And yeah. I, I just did not expect it to be fun. I just thought it was gonna be yet yeah. another, you know, superhero yeah. clad story, but it was it was a lot yeah. of fun to it. Like you said, Kate was really great. I was very surprised at Kate. I was very surprised at how good Kate was mm -hmm. because I felt like you know Kate is a very strong actress. She's a dramatic actress. Strong she dramatic this actress. Kind of role you put her. her in like uh, not Naomi Watts, the other Kiwi, Nicole Kidman, mm -hmm. and um, we say Kiwi and he doesn't even flinch. Uh, <laughs> He's so used to it. Yes, Alex, we're talking about you and your people. I'll claim Kate Blanchett, but yep. she's Australian. She's no, Australian. I didn't say her. Oh. I, I was trying to, I said she. she's in the class with Naomi, Naomi Watts and, and the other people. Kiwi. And Nicole Kidman oh, is a Anna Kiwi, Paquin? right? No, isn't Nicole Kidman a Kiwi? No, no she's Australian she was a Kiwi. also. She's yeah. Australian. I mean, I'll take it. Ozzy's always is, taking is, yeah. Kiwis. Is yeah. Naomi, Naomi Watts a Kiwi? No, they're all Australian. They're all Australian? Yes. The only there was another New Zealander in the film, if you can remember. Yeah, the guy uh, in the rock. There was three New Zealanders in the film. There were three. Yep. Please, Alex, I, share with us. Please who share. Were they? I know you well, because I was to. paying attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so there was the giant rock. Yeah, so there was obviously Alex in his shade moment. Korg, Korg. Um, that's why I'm so pale. Like the rest Korg. Of I live who, in my own shade. Um, yes, <laughs> who was the giant? So that three hundred moments, like I will insult in the shade. <laughs> oh, uh, no, so Korg, who was the director, yes, um, Taika played the voice of Korg, and I loved the accent that he put on that because that accent that he uses, mm -hmm. which is like, oh yeah, um, hey there, Thor, so uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the stadium here, mate. Uh, we're going to be doing a few things, battling a few people, uh, you know that that he said he modeled that off a like a Polynesian bouncer on oh, K okay. Road, which is kind of like the main like party strip okay. in, right. in Auckland. And they're these guys who are like, you just, they're really big, tough, like Samoan or Tongan or Fijian boys, right? right? But they have this, they all grew up going to church all the time. And, and, and they're like, they're kind of these big sort of softies or they're like really polite. And right. so they bring that like polite professionalism and they have these kind of softer voices, kind of That's Mike Tyson-esque, you yeah. know? Um, and, but still like if, you know, Sorry, Vaughn's doing something. No, he's fine. No. Oh, he's, he's, he's spilled. He's spilled. He's a coaster. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so so that accent is very recognizable. And there's a lot of, like, inside, little kind of inside jokes, or, like, little cultural moments like right. that. Right. Where, like, Korg is this huge, big, tough guy. But there's it's this sort of soft. Rock. Yeah, but there's this big sort of kind of softness to him. Yeah, so yeah. Just, any mm. New Zealander that watched the film, like, you would instantly kind of get that, you know? Right. So there's Korg and then um, the guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, but it was the guy who's the new gatekeeper who becomes Heller's sort of right-hand man. He's Carl Urban. Yeah. Yes, and he was also in... Uh, uh, is he a Kiwi? He was in Dread. He was in the Judge yeah. Dread franchise. Yeah. He was in a lot of films, yeah. He was in um, the Riddick film. He was yes. one of the necromancer yeah. commanders. Yeah. He's going to be... I, I feel like he's good. They're good. they have big plans for him because there's, there's going to be another... Big parts, like there's going to be Burnbow. another Dread movie yeah. coming out. I'm sure he's going to be in it. I liked it. That Dread movie was kind of meh, but I liked him in that. I thought, I thought he... We're not, and we're he not did, gonna get into that, but he <laughs> did another uh, he did a television show recently with um 
Oh, he did, right? The light eyes guy, black guy, Michael Ely. Oh, Michael Ely. He did that show oh, with Michael did, Ely. He, he was he was one of the police, and he's also part of the. Yeah, wasn't it? He's also part of the um, the Star Trek franchise. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yes. He plays uh, Bones, he's Doctor, right? Yes, he's Doctor McCoy. He plays Doctor McCoy. So he's always going to be around. I didn't around. know he was a QE. But I think yeah, that man. there's going to be some more work for him for sure because uh, he does a lot of bit parts. And he's it, good. It, it he, makes. He's a scene stealer. He's a scene stealer. So I think that like John Bernthal. Yeah, there's hope for him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's always done sort of these consistent little character. Right. These little characters. You yeah, know? these little characters. Um, and there's a couple of Kiwis that have that have done some good stuff. I mean, Anna Paquin's probably the most consistent. Yeah, we love Suki. Yeah. Suki. But then in, uh, so the third Kiwi <laughs> was one of my favorite scenes from the film, which was so ridiculous, oh. was in the theater uh, when, there, when there's the theatrical portrayal of okay, yeah. when, when Loki is... Wasn't Matt Damon and someone else? Yeah, so there's Matt Damon pretending to be Thor, right. like acting as Thor in this little mini theater production, right. yeah. you know. Um, and Sam Neill plays that his was Sam dad. Neil. Yeah, it was, was Sam Neill playing... I was trying um, to figure out who that father was. In the, in yeah, the right. he's playing Anthony Hopkins. Role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing yeah. Anthony Hopkins' role. So that was so, and so, so Sam Neill, obviously New Zealander. Nice. I didn't know that though. He was British. Welcome. There you go. Why New Zealand's all over the place this time? Very happy for well, you. Oh, there was a fourth Kiwi. Sorry, oh, and then there was the you know the real tough, the tough looking woman who was like the the Grandmaster's sort of assistant, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. his bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in Hunt for the Wilder People. She played. Um, she's all. She always plays these like real tough, stern, no, right. no, like no nonsense women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In like in even like the soap operas back home that she's always in. She's always like this real kind of. Is she always like a hard ass? Yeah, she's always some hard ass. You know. So. Uh, yeah. She was the fourth. I mean, of ah, course. So many. And the whole film was like, was like Aussies and well, I mean, and a smattering of big Americans. You know. Right. Well. That's great. You know. The we leader. don't really care we're Americans. We don't care about anybody else. We just assume everybody's American or British. <laughs> yeah. But okay, thanks. Yeah, the ignorant ones there. You know, we're loud. That's pretty much how we base our, no, we're not all like that. Please don't hate us. Right. You don't have to pander to me. It's okay. It's okay. We don't. Own the it. blacks aren't like just that. Don't just like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's but, my contribution. Ah, thank you so much. Thanks, but, Alex. But, uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was really good. I, I really like what you were saying about, Hulk and Thor and their comic timing. I didn't think of um, what's the name of that uh, with with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Lethal oh yeah, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I didn't think of the buddy. Weapon. I didn't think of the buddy movie series, but uh, they, yeah, they, you, you definitely got that, and it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And you know, we don't, we're not used to seeing Thor. Not Thor. I'm sorry. We're not used to seeing the Hulk. Hulk having conversation. Yeah. So it was it was refreshing yeah. to see that moment. Yeah, definitely. And um and I and I'm glad that I'm sure Mark Ruffalo did the voice for all that. Oh yeah. But I think that it was it was good he had to, to do see the facial those moments. But moments because the facial yeah. expressions of, of the character yeah. he wore the really big, came through. The big green suit with mm-hmm. all the white dots on his face. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you know and I think like I said, I feel like they elevated the the Thor franchise. They did out of the Marvel universe to a to a special place. And it's good that we'll we'll always be able to have that time. Because right. even when the Avengers kick in Right, Infinity right. Infinity War. Later in the year, and I'm sure people if you have not seen the trailer for it, look for it because it's, it's everywhere. It is everywhere and everything because and Black in Panther it. Yes. because they both are in this. Yes. Everybody's so in it. Black Panther's gonna come out first and then Infinity War comes out. Yeah. And it has everyone, including Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so everybody's in it. And it's 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 which it's literally an an Avengers it's like every overload. universe. Yeah. Every Marvel universe is coming together. And I yeah. think that it's it's I mean Valkyrie is in it too. Me personally I'm like a little everyone. tired of him, but I'm gonna watch it because everybody's gonna see it and we're gonna talk uh, about it of Doctor course. Doctor Strange? Every Doctor Strange is everybody's in it too. Everybody's in it. Everybody's in it for like, the Marvel universe. And you know what? They're just well, trying to capitalize. Well and Doctor I, I don't Strange was in this movie. So I guess they're yeah. gonna layer it. It makes sense. And it so, makes sense. But it's like all right, and for those people who, who enjoy Superhero kind of films. You it's fucking give, love it. It's gonna give you everything. So many people have been nutting themselves. I mean, online. my timeline has been going crazy with these trailers. All these. So all these, I was like, okay. I didn't know I had so many geeky friends. Have they were like, oh my god, this? have you not seen this trailer? And 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 that speaks <laughs> volumes to how there's been a big divide. I'm glad this time that we're doing 
a Marvel film versus a DC film. Right. So I think that this kind of opens up the door to yes, that. Yes, I'm glad this this is definitely the show. I, I yeah. put that in my this notes. This is the show. This you know. is the Marvel versus DC yeah. show. And and I and, and as as I used to read comic books and I still do occasionally. And I've always been conflicted between the two because I like characters on both sides of the right. fence. I, I'm always Batman, and I'll tell everybody I'm Batman I'm for Batman. the end of time. I'm always Batman. Fuck Superman and all the rest of them. Even though I've, I like I like Aquaman, and I like The Flash, and I like Cyborg. Because Cyborg was played very well in our next film we're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk but about that in a minute. I'm always Batman. So, you know what? But it's Batman. good to see... It's good to see Marvel doing some things, and we're seeing all these less popular yes. superheroes getting some shine. Getting some shine. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, did it feel long to you? It felt a little long to me. The film? I felt like I could knock off 20, 30 minutes. It was well, like with any film we've seen this year, I could have knocked off 30 minutes. It's like two hours and 20 minutes, this movie. I didn't feel that way at all. I, I didn't know. feel that. There was, there was a part where I was like, damn, this is long. I didn't but, get that. I didn't get that. But and then, in most of the films that we've seen in right. this last year, yeah, I could lock off thirty minutes. There was a lot that had a lot, like mm-hmm. like Blade Runner in the last episode. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of films that could have lost thirty minutes. To be. But I think that's Hollywood just trying to throw it all in there. Right. And so, did you stay for the end credits? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there was like a whole end credit scene with them on the ship. With yes. the rest of the Asgardians mm-hmm. and um, Loki and Thor were brothering it out, broing it out. Is that yeah. what y'all say, mm-hmm. bro? Broing it out. Yes. It's, it's really a white thing. But, yeah. <laughs> but I get oh, it. but again, <laughs> look at look at Alex. Hey, Alex. As, as, as the as the only representative of the white, the ho- Caucasian peoples. Yes. yes. Caucasians. I can I can concur. I yes. Can concur. That it's growing out. And you know what? It, it was cool though, because but my favorite bad guy in the in the Marvel universe is actually Loki. Is it? He's 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 always badass. He always doesn't give a shit. He's always like, well, fuck this motherfucker. Well, he was but adopted and he's reckless. He knows. He doesn't care. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm he knows rebel. that you know. At the end of the day, <laughs> Thor is always gonna have his back, and he knows yeah. that. And that's that's the beauty of their friendship, and in their familyness. But I yeah. think that you know, but he he's still a bad boy, right, and he, right. he likes being the bad boy. Right. And and I I expect that he owns it. You know, I respect that he owns it. Well, when they saw like when they when they got together at those end credits, and they have this whole heartful conversation, as heartful as Asgardians could be, and um, someone tweeted. I would have really loved to see Loki and Thor hugging out. And someone else retweeted, Asgardians don't hug. What's wrong with you? And like Chris got Chris all in, he got all, all into mm-hmm. it and started like talking. And then they see, then they see the ship. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what is that? Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I just I, I recommend this movie how wholeheartedly. And yeah. it's one of those people who nice did not want to see it because I'm really kind of tired of all these movies. As a film person, I'm just tired of it. And I, not to say I don't love well, it, because I, I was glad to see all of them. And I've been glad to see all of them since the very beginning of the the mutants and all the stories. Right. But I, I just I just need us to have different conversations on film. But We are going to. But. Because comic season is over. So yeah, bring on the drama. It's time for Oscars and all that it's shit. Time for but, Oscars um, and all that. You know, it was, it's, it's very entertaining, and, and yeah. so I think that you'll enjoy it, and 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 just and it's one of those films you could take your your kids to. Actually, you can take your kids to it. There were children there when I saw it, yeah. and um, there were couples. You can bring your girlfriend because she'll laugh if yeah. she doesn't dig the comics. She'll laugh and think it's fun, and she'll love watching shirtless Chris Hemsworth. Um, I mean, hell, I enjoyed watching shirtless Chris. I enjoyed watching shirtless Jason. <laughs> in in the Justice League in our next film. So yeah, so, so, so I mean, <laughs> bring bring the folks out, bring them have on a out. good time. Um, I know Christmas is probably gonna be overshadowed by Star Wars. No God, but yes. if anything's left and you you want more than one film to see over the holiday season, yeah, check out it. Thor, and uh, and I think it, you'll like it. It, it. You won't waste your money. It'll be a good time. Now let's move over to the DC let's universe. Move it. Slide over to another sapphic. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so Tawana, tell us what you know just about kidding. Justice League. Okay, what do I know about Justice League? Uh, directed by Zack Snyder. 
and we all know Zach, right? 300, Man of Steel, Sucker Punch, which I think is underrated. Yeah. I fucking love Sucker Punch. Yeah. Anyway, DP uh, Fabian Wagner, German director, did a lot of television besides mm -hmm. this. He did, he did like Victor Frankenstein, but he's oh, done. I like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he's also done a bunch of like uh, Game of Thrones episodes. He did a a show called Da Vinci's Demons. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch that. Did you see that? I saw. I feel a few like episodes. you saw some episodes mm -hmm. of it. So anyway, uh, so everyone's back, right? Uh, oh, and Josh Whedon was a part of this too. Josh Whedon wrote the script with Chris Terrio, um, but Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio wrote the story. Right, and there was some. There was a period of time when Zack had to step out of this film, and Josh took over as yeah. directing for this. There was, a, there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes with this film. Yeah, right there was now. a lot of stuff behind the scenes. It worked out. So, like, all the principals are back, right? So, uh, Gal Gardo. Gardo? Yes. Gardo? I said it right. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck is Batman, right? Yes. Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Um, please remind me of what Superman's Superman. name is. Superman. He, he's got, like... That's horribly. Unprepared. How are you gonna forget Superman? I'm horribly, I mean, everybody can forget Superman. He's the least like. I hate Superman. I want everybody to know. I'm not a fan of Superman. Never have been. I thought he's a, annoying. I just as want everybody hell. to know. I'm unbelievably you, certifiable gay, but I geeked the fuck out of all these naked chests that were up in this film. I was wow. like, what is happening to the naked bodies? Okay. Oh, his name is Henry Cavill. Cable. Yes, Cavill. Cavill. Yes. Henry did a Henry always does a good job, and I think yeah. Henry is so much better than all of these movies yeah. as Superman because Superman is so white paper to me. I just need I need Superman to have a little right. more balls with him, and I'm sorry for anybody who might be offended, he but Superman. he is just the most he, blandest, most boring, well, most Bread. most. Kansas he's, motherfucker. He's Wonder Bread. He's I, not I, like I can't take it. He's not like a spinach wrap. He has or a good nothing. Pumpernickel. He he's Superman got, has <laughs> always fucking bored he's, me. He's not, I've always wanted Lex Luthor to kill his motherfucking ass. He's with not the like word raisin go. bread with some pop to it. Goodbye. He's not Ezekiel bread. He's definitely Ugh. Wonder all day. All day fucking long. Like. Just Why Lois is chasing after his American. ass? I still don't know. I saw him with a shirt off. I understand. <laughs> okay, Tawana, thank you. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Okay, by the way. got but it. But anyway, but but now this movie, <laughs> right? And, and you know what, fans on the, in the Marvel universe have been hating on the DC universe forever in in movies. This movie was good. This and, is and better. I, I need people than most. to stop trying to say that there's a problem with this movie. They already called this movie a flop on the first weekend because it only hating. made ninety five million dollars in the U S. But of course, it already made over two hundred million dollars globally. Yeah, globally. So it was already a globally. success, and it's still making money, even though it gets it's beat out by Coco and all these other films. Well, it's going to continue making money Exactly, it is definitely translatable. It is not a flop, and, and for someone who has been as a DC comic fan, because I've, I've always been about the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman universe, right. that I can appreciate that. And, I, and I, I've been waiting on this movie to come along for a long time. We saw the Justice League, a.k.a. the Super Friends, coming together right. finally and, 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 in a Leading. movie. Right. And it's not just driven by Batman and Superman drama. No. Wonder Woman has, has, is running this show from beginning yeah. to end. But what I loved about this film was that we got a, we got a nice taste of Flash. Yeah. Cyborg yeah. and Aquaman. Yeah. You know what's what I mean? His we, name? Ezra Miller. It, it was just. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Ezra Miller and uh, Ray Fisher. Who plays Cyborg. Cyborg. I My least favorite character. He's he's the newest in, in the mix. I really want to like him, but I can't. But I, I enjoyed him and in the way that it's going to be an introduction. From what, what I understand, they're actually going to make a an internet series based on of Cyborg. They are. Because. I'm He's he's a very untapped character in the so universe of of DC, but in reality, everybody knows that with Black Panther coming, 
DC's got to step their black character game up. Oh, so well, it's, they're trying. it's time. Because they had Joe Morton in here playing Cyborg's father. And like, okay. They're trying that's, to do that's, a little that's bit. That's cute and everything, but you got to step your game up because Black Panther is going to kick in the motherfucking door in February. And every black person on this planet. There's black people lining up right now. Thank you. There are going to be special viewing parties. You know how when we grew up and of we blackness. had like. In your grandma's house, there was like Martin Luther King, JFK, and Malcolm X. It's right. gonna be like Black Panther and Jay Z. Yes. yes. And like, like Kendrick Lamar. It's gonna be a phenomenon <laughs> of black Windows superheroes. And, and DC knows that they're gonna have to step their game up too. Yes. So you're gonna have to they're see trying. Black Mantis. I'm sure they're working on a Black Mantis film because he is a black superhero villain in the Justice League. Oh, is Legion of Doom I don't know universe. A lot about Justice League. I've been watching Justice League, superheroes, Legion of Doom forever. Right. And I know that they're gonna have to bring out all these characters. Well, I'm and sure. and the beauty of it is it's it's so crazy that we can see more DC characters in Gotham, which is on television. Yeah. And how beautifully portrayed they are by those cast of, of yeah. actors on that on that show. Yeah, they're because general. they've been cheated, because we've been so I mean, Marvel has been shoving us shit up our ass for the last 10 years now, and we're finally getting to see more DC kind of characters. Right. And I, I, I'm so happy that the universe is opening up a little bit, right. that that we get to have these experiences. And people hate it on this, this film, but it's actually a good story. Right. Now, yeah, I don't know. People are upset with just so many different things. Like they, they wanted more of Cyborg. They, they had problems with Steppenwolf, who plays the villain. Well, the thing about Steppenwolf, we, we wanted a different character. We wanted a, we wanted Dark Side, and and we didn't get Dark Side. Well, we got Steppenwolf. Yeah. They wanted him to like ruin the world because he is the world ruiner, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So people thought there wasn't enough of him ruin the world. I was just like, what? Well, I mean, how much could we do? Well, if you have superheroes to try to save the fucking day, why would you want to ruin the world? Right. I'm just like, how much more How much more can we put into play? I mean, I don't know. Well, the thing about it, I think it's that Steppenwolf is a, a secondary character in the villain universe. And I think that people were surprised that they chose him yeah. as the villain. But, but, but we got to remember, once again, this is literally the origin story of the Justice League. Right. So we had to have the origin story first. Right. Now, who, whatever villain they come out in the next one, right. it's going to be a bigger villain. Right. Because they're gonna, there's got to be bigger stakes well, in play. Who's the villain in, uh... oh, that's not their world. Never mind. So, yeah, anyway. Um, I was going to say who's, I was confusing Marvel and DC for a second, but that's not them. But, okay, so, you're done? Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I, uh, thought this whole raucously restored faith in humanity and bringing Superman back to, to save the world, because no one can do it, but Superman can bring us together. Like the quarterback. Oh dear God! As I motion the shake I weight. He was the, isn't he the great white hope? He's the great white basically. hope. Basically, basically, right? basically, basically, he was the great white my hope. My right hand's doing. Maybe shake that weight. is actually my problem with Superman <laughs> That's in the general. Problem you have with, with I, I think that everybody thinks he's the great white hope is going to save the fucking day because he's supposed but to be pure and what? honest. And he's too busy being caught a, up with, with. I read something like they're thinking of making him evil. You know, like in the comics where he comes back and he comes back bad a little. I mean, we get, we got Bizarro and Bizarro was easy evil. Yeah, can't we use that? But I guess that wouldn't no, work. They're not gonna use that. They're gonna do. They're gonna do that whole thing. Cause remember when he, remember when he came back in the comics, it was like suspected to be four different people, and right. then eventually he comes back and they figure out who he is and blah 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 blah. <sighs> but anyway, so. As that might actually make it more interesting than that what we might, do now. That might. I would love that, but they brought him back to life, so now it's too late for that part. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I like that. The battle scene was fantastic when he fought. When he fought everybody. When he, he fought came everybody. Back. I, I yeah, love it was that. awesome. That and was it, the best Superman has been in decades. It also shows he can be evil. Oh yeah. Or I mean, at least a little devious. Well, you know what? He was he was battling people he didn't understand. He was he wasn't clear as to who he well, was. He yet. was a fucking zombie pretty much and, and he I had get to snap that. back at And him. I appreciate it, but he beats yeah. a motherfucking ass. He can beat ass. And you know what? If you're all powerful, 
sack up, Superman. I need you to sack up a little bit. Sack up. I need you to stop being so goddamn worried about Lois Lane. Sack up. And deal with the world. Sack up, I'm sorry. motherfucker. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> If if, uh, if 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 this offends you, I felt like a motherfucker needed to be after but that. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't take him with how passive and 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 annoying he is. Because if Batman, let me just tell you, if Batman had the physical power, he's just rich. That's that, it. That's my superpower. <laughs> he's rich and he's smart. Yeah, he's rich and he's smart. Man. If Batman I mean, had, he's, the, the, he's like the. I mean, he's Tony Stark before Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Tony Stark, fuck that <laughs> annoying, privileged motherfucker and um, his whining ass. I run Batman? the world. Stand by. No, Stand by. no, Batman's pretty privileged. Batman doesn't whine, but Batman is privileged. No, he's privileged because he has money, but he has money by default. Did lose his parents pretty young. Did he lost his parents, his parents and he's, he's brooding and he's suffering and he wants to punish motherfuckers. Tony Stark is just a dick. He is a dick <laughs> from disagree. the day it goes. I can't disagree is, with that. Is, I am I so sorry. He is either. a dick. <laughs> and that is and sh- let's just call it what it is. And yeah. he is part of the reason why I hate the Marvel Universe. Because you every hate, wait, film... You, I'm so confused. You hate the Marvel Universe? I thought you liked the Marvel no, Universe. No. I, ah. I, I appreciate the Marvel Universe and right. what they do. Okay. But I hate that it's centered around fucking Tony Stark. He is annoying as fuck. And I'm glad that, what's the actor's name? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. has a job. I appreciate it because he's a great actor. But he annoys the hell out of me. Don't you think he did a good job of like portraying Tony Stark? He totally did a good job. I think that that really is kind of who Tony Stark is. He gives that that 100%, but it's that thing about white men, and I'm sorry for anybody that offends, that gets on my fucking nerves. I'm just like... (laughs) Who the fuck are you, dude? Go sit your ass down. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm tired of hearing you, bitch. Okay, <laughs> you you got everything in your in the bag of chips, and you're bitching about shit. Fuck you. Go sit down. And that's what I want Tony Starks to do every fucking time. Go sit the fuck down. Go sit down. You know what I mean? Somebody hasn't punched him in the mouth enough. You know what I mean? Maybe Superman should punch him in the mouth. <laughs> if Superman had a sack. He <laughs> might I like that, right? But how I, about this for a I fantasy battle? I promise you. How about this for a fantasy battle? Bruce Wayne would beat the fuck out of Tony Stark. But Bruce well, he, Wayne, he Bruce was, Wayne in he's his the Batman. I mean Superman. What's his? What was Batman's um, super suit? Like mega suit? The you know when he fought yeah, Superman, he, he had that big suit. It was like suit. a yes. metal. It's his mech suit yes. or something. Mech suit, yeah. What if the dude, Batman in his mech suit and Iron Man? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in all fucking That'd day. That'd be pretty fun, man. That would Seeing be fun. that. And Bruce Wayne will go for the jugger. See, Bruce Wayne ain't going to be bullshitting around and chit-chatting with you. No. He's just going to go right for it. He ain't going to talk to you about it. He will talk shit as he looks over your dying body. But he ain't going to be fucking around, a, talking a bunch of shit to you. He's a sack grabber. He'll be like, fuck you. He's a sack grabber. He's I do have to say that Batman is by far my favorite, like, Comic book character. He is of one course, of mine. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Because he's, he's easily. easily corruptible and he's dark. He's the Dark Knight. He's the Dark Knight. But it's, but yeah, but I mean, it's a bit, but, you know, and, and this is a fucking cliche, but um, it's, uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? The last Batman. The last Batman. Ben Affleck. No. Um, oh, you mean Kristen Bale. Chris, Kristen, Kristen Bale. Bale. I mean, his, oh, man, I mean, his Batman, it's, it got a little annoying in the final and the, the final the, the one, it got one he got a little bit mopey and he got it's a like, depression Whoa. beard and shit, you know. <sighs> but um, but ah uh, oh, man, like the first two films, man, I yeah. thought he did such a good. He job. was such a good because Batman. because and it's because he did American Psycho. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like that's why it's so hard for Ben Affleck to 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 kind of live up to that because Aff- yeah. because Bale's just was so primed for that. Like, well, like he had the he had the acting experience right. being this like psychotic privileged rich guy. Right, right, he's right. kind of done that before, but he's now he's got purpose. Already. Now he's, he's like purpose. the good guy, you know? It's it's they fucked up Ben Affleck. His look in this was horrible. He had It's grizzled. Well, it's, no, it's the bronze highlights. The, it's that blonde highlight. First of all, he was shit. supposed to be old, not fucking like in like a uh well, he was he was old. He was old, but he, a little bit old. he had blonde highlights. Why couldn't it be salt, salt and pepper? That's old. Yeah, well, they don't they don't do that. They they fucked. Ben me. was not gonna be salt and peppery. He totally could have. He was in it in the town. I don't know. Whatever. Let the town go. I mean, let the town I, go. 
that, when I thought when I fits. thought of Ben Affleck as Batman, I thought they gotta take his town look and just make it a bit more exactly. regal. Exactly. Make it a bit more. That's regal. what I thought because he was chiseled as fuck. Lean, he was man. Lean, and he was fucking. You're talking like, about my body now. Salt and pepper. He was, pepper. Uh, he was so. He was I pepper. loved. I really believed him in that movie. I totally believed him I in that like, movie. I was like, yeah. Because, okay. Because it probably was. So when I'm you trying, guys I'm finish watching Justice League and Thor, watch the town. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Check Good. the town. No, but like, and then because tr- we're trying to redeem Ben Affleck. We're trying to acting. redeem. No, but ben you know what? Affleck's yeah, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck did a decent job. He wasn't here. horrible in this. No, he he's a good he, actor. He but just like, did what he costume could do. department yeah. and the wardrobe department fucked this up. Or yeah. whoever made that decision that he should have this fucking blonde highlight bullshit. It was fucking horrible. It didn't look right on him. Okay, let's talk let's talk about Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Mm. Oh. Here we go. I'm very gay, but he was hot. <laughs> okay. I can't stop saying that. Apparently he had Tawana questioning himself. <laughs> I, I, I mean I, shit, he got me questioning myself. I mean <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just like Lisa Bonet, you are the lucky bitch. <laughs> Thank God you are a lucky bitch. This okay. man is unbelievable. I've, I, Jason Momoa is one of my one of my favorite acting weirdos. I think he's there's something special about him, right. and I think he brought something different to Aquaman. I, and I know for many of us comic book fans and Super Friends and Justice League over the years, we're used to seeing Aquaman in a certain way. He brought a different kind of swagger. To this film, he was hard he drinking. Samoan swagger, right? He he's big guy, <laughs> tattooed, hard drinking, bourbon drinking. By the way, oh really? Yeah, yes, he, he drank bourbon, bourbon throughout the movie. Throughout the what movie. kind of bourbon was he drinking? Jack. Was it a brand? It was Jack. They didn't they didn't really have much no, of a he brand had a there. Jack. There was, was a Jack, jack. at some point. Jack well, he's been drinking Jack. I ain't drinking Jack. I drank Jack before. I'm we we've elevated this episode. I mean, this <laughs> we've elevated. What was the whiskey called again? Nika this is Nika coffee, coffee grain coffee whiskey. Grain. Interesting. Yeah. Very fucking but tasty. Where is it from? Said it again. <laughs> Nika. Japan. Coffee grain. Ah, uh, Miyagi Kyo. Okay. Miyagi Kyo. Sorry, I know. I'm getting. I understand. I understand. Miyagi Kyo. You done? Miyagi Kyo. You done? We, 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 we already had a conversation about that. We I, Americans. I, I actually studied Japan, Japanese for six years, so that's why. Can I'm you speak it? Fuck no, we can't. Skoshi. Is that like zero? Like in a little bit. Speak little a little bit? bit, yeah. I already knew it was a little bit. Listeners might call me out on this, but I hope not. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> back to my Long point. Anyway, yes, back Jason to Momoa was funny in this film. I loved him. I loved The Flash, and I loved Cyborg. I think they brought, they brought a different energy to it because... They're new characters, mm-hmm. and you got to see their quirkiness. You got to see their angst because Cyborg has a lot of angst. He was forced into the, being in this role of this half machine, half human by his father. And I think that it's it's interesting to see because a lot of us have not seen Cyborg on the screen mm-hmm. other than Teen Titans and the cartoons and the stuff that's out there. Yeah. But I, it was good to see him in this role because – we're just we're learning more about this character, and sadly, one of my friends who's who's a big super fan of this whole genre, he ordered a bunch of the action figures and all this other stuff. When the when the cyborg character comes, he's covered in the in the prosthetic of the machine work, right. so you don't see his black face, but why? which is an issue I have with his black face with, is all over the movie. Exactly. That was the only thing black about him. And that was the point. No, it was not Tawana. Nah, pretty um, much. He had a little bit of chest. That was it. But the whole thing is you stripped away his 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 identity, yeah. His blackness and and the problem is and there's been a lot of controversy about this and they even did a a gay porn movie parody of the Super Justice League thing yeah. where they changed the character from being a black cyborg to a white cyborg. So there's been a lot of story behind the scenes on how they're trying to change cyborg in the universe. Right. But at least Marvel, I'm sorry, DC did this right Right. in in making him who he was supposed to be, the football player. Right. You know. Friday Night Lights guy. Friday Night Lights guy. You know, and and, and that whole, the battle between he and his father. I think we're going to see... Yeah. In, in all the incarnations of Cyborg, we're right. going to see 
because I feel like there's been talks about him doing like a an internet series so people can get more introduced to this character because yeah. we we got Flash on like a on, Netflix internet series or like a web series. It's gonna be like a web series yeah. from what I understand. And then we already got Flash on the CW. Yeah, we don't need more. Which the guy is doing a great job on that because it's and like you know what Spider Man. We don't need too many oh more. God, please if, if they never do another Spider Man, I'll be happy. <laughs> and I know yeah. people love that Spider Man bullshit. I can't. But I watched that on a plane, and I actually wanted to jump out of the window. <laughs> so, no, I hated it. But they my it, like was off. Sorry, they played it free on the. I did not like Homecoming. It was so fucking annoying. But we don't need any more of Spider Man. Goodbye, goodbye. We got it. But I think that it's it's good that they can introduce these other smaller character storylines into the universe because yeah. we need more of that. Because how many times can we see? A, I love Batman, but how many times can we see his story? How many fucking times can we see Superman's story? Yes, we finally get Wonder Woman, but I need them to step that up too because I'm 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 kind of bored with her too. I'm not bored. I'm very bored with Why her. Why are you bored of her? Because she don't fucking talk. She just walks into a room and fights. She does I need, talk. I need you to have some fighting. fucking dialogue. I need you to have some dialogue. When she's not fighting, she's talking. When? To who? She's talking to Batman, mostly. Actually, I read some shit about that too. That people were upset that they seemed to ostracize her, way completely separate her from Cyborg, because they felt like um, if there was too much she don't interaction like between her and him, they would get together. And I was like, really? Are we reading in that deeply, people? No, this is too much reading. Wonder Woman never dealt with Cyborg, silly. really. That's just silly. that never really happened in, like, the, in the comic no universe. Sense. What are we talking about? Yeah, that's about? bullshit. Right. But in, hey, in reality, on. there was always some tension between Batman and Wonder Woman. Of course. But you know, you know, she's <laughs> also there's also been times when it was always about Batman and Superman. Ben Affleck's no Chris Pine. Come on. No, he is not. Am I gonna? Nope. Am I gonna set Vaughn off? Again? No, you're not. <laughs> there is no set off because, but we killed Steve Trevor off in her first fucking movie, which actually, who is she gonna be with? So, but what I Batman. want, Batman, because oh, she can't be with Superman. No, and she can't be with Cyborg for, I guess, racial reasons. For racial reasons. <laughs> no, come on. And the Flash is the Flash is too young. According to the world, according I to mean, the internet, the internet, the right? internet has spoken. But I think that I just <laughs> I just want more from Wonder Woman. I know everybody's but, so fucking glad to see her. But there's another because, film coming. Yes. Okay. And I'm hoping that she's going to have some good villains. She's going to have good villains. And I want her villain to be a Jenkins woman. And Patty Jenkins is doing it. So let's just segue to that. Because this was the one part that I really had a problem with. Yes, please. Okay. So Wonder Woman was fantastic. We reviewed it on the show. We had a lot of good things to say about it. And I, as a woman, had a lot of good things to say. As a woman and a filmmaker, had a lot of good things to say about the male gaze versus the female gaze. Yes. And how Patty Jenkins' female gaze was very prevalent in the film, which to me heightened the experience. Okay. Okay. Fast forward to Justice League. They removed every single person that they used to create the Amazons. Now, you and I saw this together. Yes. Okay, I had some ladywood for those Amazons. Okay. Remember, I was a little more excited than I was at, the, at Wonder Woman. I was like, oh my God, I want to marry every one of these fucking women. I want to marry mm -hmm. her. I want to marry her. It was just on and on and on, right? And I was so like, and I was like, how come I wasn't this excited at like Wonder Woman when the Amazons were fighting? Oh, because men made the costumes for the women in Justice League. And men created all the anxiety. So basically, the, the gaze changed from the female gaze to the male gaze in Justice League. Because Zach didn't want any other people from Patty's crew. Okay. Really? He didn't want them. He got all men, and they redesigned the costumes to be less armor, more leather. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. I mean, not that I'm complaining about the leather, but I'm complaining about the leather <laughs> in terms of feminist uh, sensibilities. Softened they softened them. They sexualized them. They shortened their hems, actually. Um, and and they had more midriffs, lower hems, and less armor, like I was just saying. like It was just... I was like, damn, you fucked that up. But, I mean, I see what they did, but... They try to fucking change it, which is why Patty has to make that next one. Well, she will make it. And she now will. that 
now um, that now that um, Harvey Weinstein's company is not going to be a part of this next Wonder Woman. Oh, he was he was he was part of the first one. Some of the production was, uh, was had something to do with Harvey and also Brett Radner. Protesting. But she protested Brett. Brett Radner. Right. His company Brett. is no longer yep. a part of it. She protested. So Brett. she'll be a part oh, of it. Gal. She'll be a part of it right. now. Like saying name, Gal. They've already decided she's going to be in it. His company's out. Yeah, well, she can't and, not be in it. And it's gonna be, it's gonna work out fine. But I yeah, want, it'll work out fine. I want her villain to be a woman. I want her villain to be a woman too. I want her villain to be a woman. I want I want them to take it back to the TV show days for more nefarious that, reasons. In that, <laughs> whereas she would be fighting with some of her sisters from Amazon Land. Well, maybe I'm sure there'll be some like Valkyrie like. Yes. Ooh, what if she what if she fights a Valkyrie? There's gonna be some of that, and I, I'm I'm ready for that. <laughs> or she fights like Tessa Thompson. Uh, okay, I'm calm get a hold, down. I'm getting a hold calm, of myself. Calm down, Tawana. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to turn the fans on for Tawana, <laughs> folks. That would be amazing. But um, I, I'm later. hoping that that's gonna happen. Look. And um, those are wrong universes, though. Those are I know they're two different universes, but and two she, completely different. She universes. will. They're gonna broaden this character more because we we need to see more Diana yeah. Prince as opposed to just well, one I think I think they're gonna broaden her. I think they had to give you an introductory part of her. I mean, she had a lot to say in her own film, yes. but in this one, there was a lot to do. Yeah, there was a lot so, of characters. So you know, she had her moments with with Bruce, and they had like some, I guess, a serious conversation as as serious could be, and. Um, they dabbed a little into their histories, their 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 previous lives, yes. their stories, and um, and then they went forward from there. And then because everyone else had to share the light. I mean, for me, I thought I thought the film was pretty well rounded. Like I said, not a huge DC fan. I like Wonder Woman. I like Batman, but other than and you that, you have a special kind of love for Jason Momoa. Oh, apparently now I like all things water. I am an Aquarius. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let's just blame them. Okay. Ooh. And I knocked over the mic. Let's. Jason. <laughs> wow. Wow. Can you edit that, that out? She got. Definitely not. No. A little she frisky. Got, she got <laughs> shook. <laughs> I got <laughs> shook for a minute. Wow. It's been a lot of years. So, Good for you, girl. <laughs> Here, immediately, Here, cheers. Look, immediately going to date Momoa's, with a woman right now. Momoa's got a lot of women shook. It's fine. <laughs> she's ready. She's ready to kill um, Lisa Bonet, but it's okay. Oh my god! I'll, I'll just take Zoe. It's fine. Um. <laughs> ah. <laughs> anyway, back to it. Back to I it. thought this was a hopeful film, a fun film. The characters were well portrayed. I really did like the fact that every time they focused their attention on a particular character, they would play their music. Yes, that and was that so was special. that was fucking awesome to me. Yeah, that was so special. It was like their theme music, and it worked so well. Like I said, it was well-rounded. Um, it, it was easy to follow. You know, Gal was good. Ben was good. Uh, Momoa and all the rest of Momoa them. Momoa and all the rest of them. Um, Ezra, he was funny. This is... Uh, the kid who played Flash. Uh, I don't know uh, if any cinephiles out there have seen whatever happened to Kevin. I believe that's what it is. It's a it's a thriller, and uh, oh, he was in that. Oh yeah. Oh no, we need to talk about Kevin. He okay. was Kevin in the film with um uh what is the name of that woman um Til Tilda Swinton. Oh, crazy ass. Crazy ass, but. Mm -hmm. Very good movie, by the way. Sorry to segue, but that was a very good movie. He plays the killer son, this uh, psychotic son in that. So I don't want to have to watch that. Yeah, this was a nice turn for him. So uh, to see him in a softer, softer vein. Um, his comic timing was excellent. His comic timing was excellent. I liked it. I like the jokes between him and Cyborg. Unfortunately, I did not like Cyborg. Maybe why? Be, maybe because he wasn't rounded enough for me. All I got was brooding. Because he's been through a lot of shit. I understand that. Remember, this is the beginning of his No, struggle. I totally get it. I just I just couldn't connect to the character. Mm. I mean, I, maybe I need a little more backstory for me to fall in love, or okay. at least like him a little bit more. I did totally love his father, but it's only because it's motherfucking Joe Morton. Joe Morton is Brother from another planet. Let's be clear if on Joe Morton. If you don't know, yes, please check Google, it out. Netflix, Hulu. Wherever the fuck you got to find it. Red Classic. Box it. Figure it out and find out and, and watch it. It's very important for cinema life 
to really just understand what and he's also on scandal by the way he's oh well yeah he's daddy pope if you don't watch watch scandal he's daddy pope yes all the he is that motherfucker so be clear yeah joe Joe is no joke yeah but um but yeah i I really thought they had a good cast and everybody worked out even like i said even the newcomers held up and added a, a new sense of flair i'm really curious to see how Aquaman, because they they gave you a little dose of of Aquaman and mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the little bit of backstory. I just yes, don't do. know. I don't know how that's gonna play out on the screen, but I think that's but because he has his own film, right? It's coming, yeah. And I don't know how. I'm not really sure how that's gonna play out, but I'm I'm, I'm curious to see, and I, and I'm glad that Jason Momoa gets to do. Those kinds of roles, but yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm really loving his his TV work, and I, I really because he's work. been doing a lot of different little uh, shows oh, on Game Netflix and, and Beyond Game of Thrones. Oh, you know, no, you know where I saw him in the Canadian show. the bad the bad bunch the uh, bad batch yeah the bad batch. I'm right? talk I'm talking about Something like that. the yeah. show I'm talking about was where he was in this he's part of this Native American yeah community. the Canadian one yeah 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 the Canadian he's one like up a, in the hills like a, he's like a fur trapper yeah no not that one not that one yeah. no it's he's in the hills no it? I'm not talking about that show I'm talking okay. about where he was in upstate not even upstate New York but right outside of the city where he was part of this Native American community oh. and um um Tamara Tooney was also in it she played his mom. And they were Native Americans who, I don't know, as Americans, we don't know anything about the Native American community, but there were other people the before experience. the white folks that came here and took over. <laughs> there was Native Americans here. Yeah. But there was this whole Native American. He is excellent in that yeah. show. Yeah. And it just did, it didn't take off because people are so ignorant of the history of this country. Right. And I think that, but he played, oh my God, it was so powerful. And it was, it was on... It was on. It was on TV, and it was so he damn was, good. It was a mountain sugar mountain? No. Um, but anyway. Anyway. He's such a good actor, and I want people to pay attention to yeah, him more. I like him. It's not just about his physique and and all that. Not Frontier. Raven. That's the Canadian one. Frontier. Raven. Frontier is on Netflix. No, it's not Raven. It's it's, it's on Netflix now. Frontier is. But anyway. He's doing a crow movie too. By the way. Just, just. Pay attention to him. I think pay attention to him. He had a film that just recently was on, put on to, it was made in 2016, but it's on Netflix now, and it's called The Bad Batch, mm-hmm. where he plays a guy called Miami Man. And if you want to see him shirtless, he's shirtless in the entire fucking film. Oh, God, I'm going to have to do something with Tawana, y'all. I'm sorry. I, it's, just, it's like I went through conversion therapy. <laughs> it's okay, Tawana. It's okay. The I'm evangelicals back. have got a new weapon. I'm back. Just- People... <laughs> Listen, people. If you're a lesbian here, let's hold up Jason Momoa's yes. picture. Let me just tell you, <laughs> since since we've gone away, so people have been like asking me, "What happened in Mexico? What happened to you? What happened <laughs> in Mexico? What happened in the Bahamas when you went away?" I don't understand. Yes, Tawana's been on two vacations and went in one month, yes. but it's okay. That's why we have a little. The break. rest of us have not. I was jet setting like a motherfucker, like I was Jay Z and Beyonce. It's yes. been a blessed month, but I'm glad to be back. But anyway. I'm glad to have everybody back, too. Alex, we love you and glad to see you. I'm always here. I'm always here. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway. So, yeah, so he was uh, he's a very good actor. Check him out. I think he deserves more than just, you know, obligatory chest shots. Um, and uh, and I, I will say this. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this film. In fact, I enjoyed it. More than I joined, I enjoyed Thor. I didn't dislike Thor. I liked Thor for obvious reasons also. Um, and it Hensworth's chest, by no, the way. No, it was really Tessa's chest. But, um, Tessa's Tessa, real. Thirst is so real. <laughs> Please, anyone listening to this that may possibly date me, my thirst is not that real. I'm just merely kidding. Uh, She's, she's really not kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm just, kidding. I'll, I'll prove it. No, but, okay. We actually but, talked about this extensively before the Oh, podcast. my God. Hello, TMI. Hello, this everybody. is why we don't play with white people. Because see how you mess up? Oh, see how you mess things up? <laughs> okay. Back in our lanes, back folks. In our back lanes. in our lanes. We're back. We're back. Anyway, um, <laughs> once again, if you're going to be out this weekend, or rather, what? A couple weeks. During the holiday season. During the holiday season. Got family in town and you just want to kick around in the city, whatever you want to do. Wherever you live, wherever you are, Justice League is another film you should definitely try and catch. If you're a superhero fan, check it out. If you're a lover of bare chest, check it out. 
if you're a fan of comedy, because it had some comedy yeah. in it that I thought worked well. And if you appreciate the DC universe, if you appreciate DC you get universe, all your characters, you get, you get all the characters, you get everybody, Wonder and Woman, Batman, everybody. I know I've discussed bare chest, but don't worry, you can still bring your children. There was nothing nefarious of that sort in the theater. <laughs> it's just merely my own dirty thoughts. Yes. But <laughs> um, please do check it out because I think it's it's a lot of fun. And um, there's something to be taken from it from by any by everyone. I Absolutely, think. it's just it's just a fun ride. Yes, these kind of movies, it's always about just having a good time. It's always popcorn and fun, you know. And you know what? And and you know, as I think about it, as we as we're nearing the end of the year now, the movies are going to get very very serious. So I, I just want people to just think about it, just go out and enjoy themselves and, and enjoy these movies and, and do yeah, what you got to do. Tawana, what are we going to see next time? Well, you know, um, this was a time of, like, the comic books and all that good I'm jazz. I'm glad that's going to end for a little while. And that's over now because we're wearing jackets. Yes. Bring on the dramas. It's Oscar season. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the next films we're going to watch are Mudbound. Yes. And, Vaughn, the one you picked was... Three billboards. Thrill, three billboards, yeah. Very exciting. With, uh, Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That's right. That's with it. Harrelson and, and, and the like. Yes. And so, anyway, thanks for joining us on today's episode. And please join us on all our social media platforms. That would be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And listen to us on SoundCloud under Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. And if you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations, please don't forget to uh, use the hashtag... Hashtag BBM Podcast. Yes. Thank you so much, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is Beer Bourbon and a Movie. See you next time.